This is Casey Chaplin, creator, voice actor, and producer on P.I., which is about a gritty private eye who takes on a simple case but ends up with more than he bargained for. This is episode one, The Necklace and the Dame. Thank you for listening. Following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. There's nothing better than a good smoke in the early afternoon, especially after this last case. But it's time to file away the past and move on. Hmm. No new cases. Of course. A dame on the other end. Hmm. Her voice is sultry with a hint of sadness. I figured it was time for a well-earned break, but there's something about her. Can't quite place it, but I feel like I have to take this case. I'll tell her to come on by for a sit-down. She should arrive any second. I can almost smell her perfume in the hallway. Her footsteps have the slightest echo. Her knock is subtle, sweet even. I can tell that there'll be something about her, something different. There she stands before me like an angel in black. Her tight dress conforms to her body like a perfectly tailored glove. She smiles at me softly. Detective? Ma'am, come on in. I'll pour us a drink. She tells me her tale with a certain grace, but the sadness in her eyes contradicts her voice. She's lost something, something very precious to her. I almost feel sorry for her. Almost. I haven't experienced empathy in a very long time. Though her story does hit close. Nevertheless, it's still just another sad story and a typical case. She finishes her drink and excuses herself from the table. I can't help but sneak a peek of her saunter. It's mesmerizing. There's definitely something about her. A rare family heirloom. A diamond necklace. Apparently it was stolen from her apartment. There was no sign of forced entry and all the doors and windows were locked when she returned home that fateful evening. Interesting. It reminds me of a case a few years back. Nevertheless, it's important to her, and her money is important to me. She walks back into the room and sits across from me at the table. I assure her that I am on the case. She smiles slyly, 
before helping herself to a cigarette. One for the road, she said with a wink before turning tail and leaving the apartment. She's definitely of a different breed. The next day I find myself sitting outside a local fences HQ. If something of value was stolen, Nick would be the first person it head to. Good thing he and I go way back. He still owes me for that dog situation a few months ago. Though, a picture or two of his less than savory clientele couldn't hurt the cause. I think it's time I gave Nick a little visit. Be with you in a second. No, Nicky. Now. Ah, oh, damn. It's you. What do you want? Well, maybe we weren't on such great terms. You know why I'm here, Nick. Something stolen? Something you're probably pawning. Nice cover, by the way. Did I ever tell you that? Pawn shop fronting as a fencing business? Enough with the flatteries. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, why don't you take a look at this picture? Tell me you haven't seen it, and I'll be on my way. Never seen it before. Diamonds, they're too hot for me. Now, Nick, you know I don't like it when you lie to me. Alright, alright! I saw it. A fella came in here trying to pawn it, but... I told you, I don't deal in diamonds. I can't move them. I told him to scram. Violence has its ways. Fine. Who was it that brought it in? You ever see him before? No. But he was a creepy type. Somebody you wouldn't want to meet in a dark alley, if you know what I'm saying. I don't, Nick. Enlighten me. Was it drugs? Some kind of addict? No, nothing like that. It didn't even look like it needed the money. A well-to-do type. But just cold nothingness behind his eyes. It gave me the creeps, to be honest. I'm not even sure he wanted to sell. Or just show off the goods. You hear me? All right, Nick. I'll let you off this time. But if he comes back, you let me know, deal? Yeah, yeah. Now get out of here. You're scaring the customers. You don't have any customers, Nick. Just you and stolen goods. Turn a phrase, man. Just beat it already. And so I did. Not much to go on other than a potential psychopath. But that's pretty par for the course. I've hit a dead end. What to do when a dead end smacks you upside the head? Drive around and hope something jumps out at you. Something tells me this case goes deeper than just a necklace, and my gut is rarely wrong. I think it's time to go pay the dame a visit. I pull up to her digs. It's a nice pad for sure. Upscale part of town, doorman and concierge. How somebody got in and out of here unseen is 
well beyond me. Maybe I'm slipping in my old age. Good day. This is some fancy jazz. The lobby is reminiscent of a five-star hotel and the man at the front desk is dressed better than me in my best suit. And it's just another workday for him. May I help you today, sir? Yes, I'm looking for... Wait. Never mind. I found her. Very well. Detective. Ma'am, I'm sorry to bother you at home, but I've hit a bit of a dead end here. I was wondering if I could scope out the crime scene. It won't take but a minute. Well, I'm just on my way out. But, here you go. Just go on up. Just lock up before you leave. Of course. With a friendly smile and nod, we parted ways. I hopped into the elevator and waited in silence for the ascent though I did find myself tapping my foot to the music. The hallways were lavish, for lack of a better word. The lighting was dim, but bright enough. And the carpet beneath was the perfect blend of lush and firm. This place must cost a fortune. I get to her little hole in the wall, apartment 1030, and go inside. The air smells of her perfume, and the place is immaculately kept. Not a piece of dust out of place. You'd never have guessed somebody broke in just a couple days ago. Of course, everything at face value looks clean, but scour hard enough and you'll find dirt. I'm not entirely convinced this isn't an inside job for some insurance dough. The bedroom. The last place I've yet to check. Do I dare disturb the sanctity of such a place? Of course, she did say the necklace was hung upon a bust in her bedroom. It's the last place I can check for clues. I have to go in. Just like the rest of the house, it's clean. Nothing out of place save for something interesting on her bed. A sexy little sling of lingerie. What has she been up to? No, not now. There must be something of value in here. I turn the place upside down, but there's nothing to be found. Completely clean. Either he had a key, picked a lock, or it is that inside. Job. Well, this is an interesting turn of events. Unknown number with an image attached and some text. It's of the dame wearing the necklace, tied to a chair, and duct tape across her mouth. Looking for something? Damn it. 